Good afternoon, Remy. Good afternoon. I'm looking like a hot mess. I got like a nice sunburn going on. Um, oh, believe me. Been I... riding horses all morning. It's just living the dream. Living the dream. Me too. And well, I think I've said that the only time that I actually put myself together is a when I'm out in public, which isn't very often. And even now, I've been super comfortable without putting myself together when I'm out in public. And um, when I'm on here. And so then you're going to do this this morning. And then I was too tired. I'll be honest. I, my alarm went off and I was like, not today. <laughs> it's okay. I feel like that's life. And then, um, we weren't sure what time we were going to do it kind of. And then I just looked like I was homeless cause I was out riding horse too. So I came back in and quick straightened my hair. And that was that. Just gonna cover that up. I've got like a nice tan line. I got my sunglasses tan line. I'm looking oh. hot, hot today. Hot today. Literally, I'm hot. <laughs> yeah. So we were both in. Um, well, we were both in California this weekend in Temecula at Patrick's U.S. Shootout Show, and I had to go buy mud boots and muck boots for my entire family when we got there. Is it? never rains in california i know um super look a week a week ago we got an inch and a half of rain on wednesday and it is like 75 and sunny today so spring has officially sprung in california there's no more rain on the horizon it has been so windy here nice but windy uh no wind today it's gorgeous but um so yeah we were both in california in temecula i had never been I actually got to go past your house on the way home, mm -hmm. which is a very beautiful area. Rumi lives in a very agricultural area, which I don't think of when I think of California. Like, I honestly thought people were going to be closer to your place. Like, the city would be closer to you. And it's not. Um, the place where, the venue where the show was, was extremely beautiful, very cool. It's, it's a different setup than I've ever seen because it's not all together. It's kind of spread out and there's all these little nooks and crannies and um, I think they must have like some houses too. They must do like weddings. And they do weddings. They have little casitas. It was built um, as like a horse show and training facility a long time ago by someone that just wanted to watch pretty horses go around and uh, it's been added to, added to over the years. It's in the middle of Temecula wine country so it's it's different. But yes, we live in a very agricultural area. I'm surrounded by dairies and farming. Mm -hmm. And it still only takes me five minutes because the stop sign where I told you to look to the left and see me, Starbucks is just one block down and one block to the back. <laughs> oh, it's funny. And it's pretty. She was worried she was going to hit snow because there's snow up on my mountains, but it's all green mountains before there. And that is the other thing about California is like these green sprawling mountains followed by snow-capped mountains behind them. So... Let me just tell you, it was an adventure getting there. Not so much on the way home, but getting there was felt like an adventure because yes, we were running right along the Mexico border, literally a half half mile from it. And we ran into snow as we went up in elevation and it was super cold and it was icy going through the mountain passes. Now I'm like, I just did not realize that Mexico could possibly be as cold as it freaking was where we were at, but pretty sure that they are. Um, yep. Oh, and then we drove on 15 miles of a goat path with a long trailer. And I told your husband to not go that way. He did not listen to me. I got yelled at because he's like, 
you know, you talked to Remy for 15 minutes about a bunch of dumb shit. And he's like, you could have been asking her how the hell that we should be getting there instead of whatever you talked about. I just told I'm you like, to take the 10 all the way, no matter what. I didn't know. Rex said she didn't want to hit LA. I was like, you have to drive another hour and a half to hit LA fast there. So you're good. So yeah, you had a good show. Um, I mean, I had a great show. I, I should have won it with your husband. And uh, I didn't because a cow took us out. And then I won it with an OG team that I've ridden with off and on since I was like 14. So that was fun. And I only entered one class and won and then sat in a Stacey Howard's magic chair. And it was great. So and then we had baseball yeah, so all day like, Sunday if you, or Saturday. She rode and dashed is what yeah. she did. <laughs> rode one and dashed and we just could not find traction i mean i can't say that we rode badly or i really thought, i really thought we were going to win it with brandon our first two runs were so good and then we just had to survive the third one and and we did it and i almost ran into your husband still trying to stop the cow so <laughs> we had i feel like our family just had me bronson and brandon had a series of bad luck this weekend and um it is what it is Bodie had a good show so yeah. carried our team <laughs> and then uh well funny story because um you know i don't know who enters teams in your in your family well it, right now it's primarily just you and james so not a big deal it's just you two but do you each enter your own teams i enter them all you enter them all well see i don't want that responsibility um I, I mean, like it also helps that we me. tend to ride together most of the time, so it's a lot easier that way. Well, we do too. I just want the responsibility of signing up me. And I don't sign up Brandon. I mostly sign up the kids, but I want them to start doing it on their own too, which they should because they're old enough. And if, as a mother who rides and takes care of them and does all the things, for me, I sometimes just want to do my own thing and worry about my own self and focus on my own writing instead of what they've got going on. So me and my husband got in a little brawl on Saturday because the kids, Bodhi said that he did not want to ride anymore. And I said, that's fine. I'm not going to hound you. And then Brandon got super upset with me because we drove all the way there for him to get qualified. And now that's just stupid, Breck. He didn't even get a show. Well, I don't know. I don't keep track of those things. I wanted to take care of myself that day. And so I can't be the only one out there who has spats like that with my husband. But I seriously considered and contemplated choking him out with a bridal rein at one point in time. I, I think that was Friday. I don't think that was Saturday because I walked into the end of it of you walking off. And I was like, what did you do to piss, piss Breck off? She's like, he's like, she pissed me off. I was like, I'm just going to hobble back to my trailer. True story. True story <laughs> on all accounts. It sorted itself out. But uh, it, got, it was a little, a little interesting there for a minute because I wasn't backing down and neither was he. Yeah. I know. So, you were hurt last week with your back. I can't remember what happened. Yeah, I'm still hurt. I uh, I picked up a, I just pick up too many heavy things. That's what happened. And well, I'm getting I old. I myself yesterday. I freaking walked in between the truck and trailer. You, you've done this before, I bet. When you don't duck enough. Oh yeah. 
and I had a baseball hat on and I hit that nose of that trailer like square head on at a rapid pace and I jammed my freaking neck Remy like right here it's, you know what this is the thing is as I get older I get hurt and the stories aren't even worth the pain. I'm like, I agree. I'm like, I'd hurt your back. I don't know. Moving the drag off of the hot walker. That's how I hurt my back. <laughs> Again, it's after years of lifting things that are entirely too heavy. Uh, Mike Christian was moving a, a washing machine out of his motorhome, and he couldn't really get it. And he couldn't, and he and Jenny couldn't get it. And he's like, he's like, and he knows it's a joke because he knows I'm hurt. And he's like, just call Remy. She'll get it pulled out anyway. <laughs> so, uh, Oh, I got a hold on. I got a new coffee cup from my son. Star Wars coffee. See? Is that made a coffee? No, or made the frothy with you. It's like a play on Starbucks. But oh. he bought it for me Friday night at the Ukiper Rodeo where we went, and Trent was a button buster. So that's. I might get into some trouble for saying this, but I'm going to do it anyway because I can't stop laughing. It is so freaking funny. Anheuser Busch may have made oh, yeah. a bad decision this week. Who knows? I don't. Who knows? Know. Because let's be honest. Who drinks like you don't drink Bud Light because of the cans or because of the commercials? Like it's like Coors. I don't actually know why they advertise anymore. So maybe they're going to reach a demographic they haven't reached before, and they're not oh, going to piss off know. those guys so much that they don't drink it. They'll say they won't. They'll be drinking it in like three weeks. The TikToks are hilarious. If you haven't, if you don't know what we're talking about, I'm staying out of whatever side I'm on. I think it's freaking hilarious. Um, I think it's very fun. Okay, so as someone that drinks a lot of Starbucks, right? Uh, like, it's not to the same extent, but every year when they come out with their Christmas cup, there is something wrong with it. And, like, all these people take up arms, and I'm like, Fuck, it's Christmas trees. I don't know why you're upset. You know, it doesn't stop people from drinking Starbucks. It's not going to stop people from drinking Bud Light. But the TikToks on either oh, side I of don't it, know, Remy. I don't, I don't think so. Know. No. No. I don't know. I mean, so for me, I think it's interesting because if Anheuser-Busch over the years has done a phenomenal marketing job, like very memorable with what with everything that they've done like the spud mckenzie obviously the clydesdales um the bikini girls yes the bikini girls i mean like kind of like rural american yeah and you know maybe they're trying to reach a new demographic so it, it is it is but if you have not seen the tiktoks go see the tiktoks they are freaking hilarious you can if you can't laugh at them i'm not sure i don't know yeah i again it's it's like all the people that say they want only american made and then they wear nikes that like are built on the back of small children's bleeding fingers so you know there's that I'll, I'm just I saying like American made, but I'm, I also buy a lot of things that come from yeah. other countries because I'm like that. But they're gonna, anyway, they're gonna you know what I they're going to do? They're going to test their, they're going to test their brand loyalty. It's what they're doing. I couldn't stop watching them last night. I, I was, my thing is all the people that are buying them to blow them up. I'm like, you're still paying them money. Just so you know, like every time you buy one, because you're angry at it. 
you're still paying the company money. So I'm interested to know, like, I'm interested to know what the other beer companies do that are not manufactured by Anheuser-Busch with their marketing, because there is a window of something right now for these people. So I'm interested to see where it all goes because it's going somewhere. I, I have a feeling it's going somewhere. Yeah. And you got to think about it this way. You got a lot of those other companies trying to do stuff like the IPAs and the flavored beers and other things. So who knows? I, I know. I don't drink Bud Light because I don't think it tastes good. So it's not a political thing. It just, I don't like it. I drink Coors Light. I'm, that is, I'm a hundred percent loyal. Uh, 100% of me being unassumingly bougie, I will drink uh, Stella or Corona or maybe Dos Equis, but uh, that's, you know. I can't do those. Yeah, no. I drink Mexican beer or Stella, and it used to be Heineken, but Heineken's too skunky, so I don't drink Heineken anymore. I don't even know if I've even had any of that. I've had Corona before. I don't mind a Corona, but every now and then, but... Would have been good with your tacos coming home. Also, side note, Brett learned that you don't re eat real Mexican food in the truck. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely not like eating a hamburger going down the road. I had it everywhere. It was freaking everywhere. Yeah. Tacos, so that are, tacos that are worth it do not stay in their shell, on their tortilla, nothing. Yeah. And then they only give you like three napkins for four of us who are extremely messy eaters. And it was just shit everywhere. So, but it was really good. Alberto's, is that what I said it was? Mm -hmm. Is it Alberto's? Yeah. Alberto's. Yeah. So yeah, it's been, it's been such a weird time for me, Remy. And I'll be the first to admit it because I'm pretty sure that I've talked about on here. It's crazy. Like a woman, women are freaking crazy. We are crazy. And I'm saying this because I feel freaking crazy right now. And I don't, it's like a roller coaster of freaking emotions. Seriously, a roller coaster of, this is what happened, folks. This is what happened. My life revolves around people, a lot of people every single day for pretty much six months. I mean, we're always around people, always, but for at least a good three months out of my life, it is. 24 seven people every single day. And at the time it feels extremely overwhelming and I get a little crabby because I'm around people so much and I love people, but it just feels like it's a lot at the time. And I'm also was never used to it. And then the people left last week and now it feels like no, I'm just like sad. I don't like it. You're an empty nester now. What? You're an empty nester now. I know. And you know, I, I feel like I am depressed, Remy. Is, and I, what makes me so stinking internally mad is like, how can I be this roller coaster of freaking emotions? Like, too many people one day. The next day I'm great and then the next day they're gone and then I don't like that. I'm like where is the happy medium here? And honestly, I like now that I feel the way that I do right now, I look back on it and I'm like, you know what? I would much rather have the people here and be a little 
mad at whatever, like however I get. When Oversti how about overstimulated? Overstim yeah, overstimulated. I would rather be overstimulated than what I feel now because you about you almost go into a depression. You do. And when I get depressed, I get, well, what I would say is lazy. Lazy, like I don't, I just feel like I'm more productive when I'm overstimulated versus when I'm not. And that sounds so freaking crazy. So for me, uh, I, I do better with chaos because like, we, I talked, we talked about a little bit last week, right? If I know there's a million things to do. I at least choose one to do, but if there's only one thing to do, I'm like, I can do it later, which and look, you can't do it later either. That's, that's a, that's not a good idea, but you feel better that way. But there's, there's a letdown. It's the same thing. So we, we leave for Vegas next week, which is our biggest show of the year. And there's so many things to be done and you have all these lists and then it's the same thing that Monday and Tuesday after Vegas, you're like, I didn't realize I wasn't breathing before, but now I can breathe, but there's also no big thing on the horizon, which I think, you know, for us, we run a lot of different companies. So there's always, for me, it's moving, from, you know, it's, it's for me, it's moving from one emergency to the next. So, and so for you, do you feel like after you're done with that, like, is it you, I mean, I, I, I don't know what's like, I don't even know how to explain I, it. I think like we, we used to call it like the horse show hangover, right? You come home from it and you're just like, okay, well now what? Except for the problem is I, 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 I have a whole list of now what's right. So we have the cows, we have all of that, but you do, you start checking them off and it's like all of your energy goes into one thing for a minute. And then how do you fill that space? Well, I've gotten worse about it as I've gotten older because I just keep filling the space. I don't take the break. I just continually fill the space with more things and more things and more things. And, you know, at what point is it enough? And that's a conversation that James and I have a lot. Um, at what point is what we have enough? Well, I don't know because <coughs> apparently I'm overly ambitious in my life about what success means to me. So. Yes, but I understand the void of trying to fill what you're doing. It's the same thing for us right now with everything we're going through, right? So we have some problems with the county, but even before that, it's been raining for three months. So it's rains for three months and no one can come or, you know, even before anything with the county, no one can come. And so you feel like people don't like you because they're not here taking part of your service. Well, you can't even offer the service right now. So that's rationally a bad thought process, but it doesn't mean you still don't have it. Oh, no, I agree. I feel like my plate has to be filled with, I don't even know. I don't know. I think I just do well in chaos. I mean, I have to pack up my life here in the next, well, I don't even know. I have to go home. I don't want to go home because I don't want to go to the mud and slap. But I have to go home because I have my Top Hand Cowgirl Challenge in Nevis at the end of April. So I have to figure out how I'm getting home. And, and I don't know if I'm going, everybody's like, when are you going home? I don't know yet to be determined. Um, Cause I have to leave after Vegas, your Vegas show. We are going to Vegas and I'm either leaving to go home with my kids from Vegas and Brandon's coming back here through May with the remainder of our horses, or I'm coming back here with Brandon and leaving from here to go home. I have, we have no idea. I mean, I feel, and I'm not even worried about it. Maybe it's because I don't really 
I want to go home for that show, but I don't want to go home to what now we'll be there because I won't be able to ride. We don't have an indoor. I won't be able to ride. I won't be able to be outside in a t-shirt. Um, I, I will have to slap around and I don't really want to do that. So I've been dragging my feet. I've got that horse show and then we've got some big things happening in May. I've got a lot of big things on my plate, but I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's a really weird time right now. No, and then it's like, like you ever don't have anything to do and then you're like, what am I forgetting? Like, I feel like I have nothing to do. So what am I forgetting? One moment. Boys, be quiet. Everyday life. Which is what happens when we don't wake up early because I think they're playing Minecraft. I don't know. I got no idea. Yeah. No, but it, I think, I think, and that part of that is like being a mom too, right? Being a mom and a wife is you have all these things that take priority really over you. And that's not, that's not really anyone's fault. Like people always want to blame husbands. It's not their fault. They're just not wired the same way a lot of times, right? They're not wired to take care of everyone. Like with you, with the entering teams, right? That's not their wiring. It's, I need you to do this for us. Okay, well, what am I supposed to do for me? And then you feel selfish because you want something outside of it. And then sometimes you get what's outside of it. And you're like, but I still want my family. I want, you know, like you saying, you miss your kids after you left for a couple of days, right? It's a very weird, it's a very weird <laughs> mental state. And I think you know, that's where I'm at. That's like, and you see, you see all the TikToks, you see all the memes. It's like, I've never loved or disliked something so much at the same time in my life. <laughs> I know. I feel and like I, that's where I'm at. And I think that, you know, as society, we've made a lot of strides to kind of address that. Um, like I was looking, I think, at a TikTok or a reel from Kat and Nat this morning. And like, now yeah, it's like, to their and I haven't yeah, so like she's scrolling through her phone and it's like, do you ever think that husbands don't feel guilty for going to lunch while the kids are at school or doing this? And she's like, and we're not blaming the dads. They just don't think about it because they're not wired that way. Right. They're just not. And that's OK. You just have to recognize it. And uh, oh, I, saw <laughs> I saw I saw another one where this girl's like making like the skewered like caramel apples, right? And it's like, I'm just here putting apples on a stick while my children run feral because I'm determined to give them a good childhood. <laughs> oh God. So, you know, I think we all try and fail at a lot of things in life and then try harder, fail harder then fail less the next time. But it is, it's weird. I think like as a, again, right? Like as a mom, it's the same thing. Like your clients, not that they're your children, but it's something that you're nurturing. That business is something you're nurturing. And then it goes away. And now there's this hole in you that you didn't think was coming because all you could do before was just try and get a breath to get away from it. And, and now there's a big hole and you're like, shit, I kind of wanted part of that back. I know. Uh, that And like here, pretty much everybody ate together every night. So for like three months, we all ate dinner together. And Dina, one of our friends and clients is a really good cook. And I'm like, shit, Dina, who's going to cook for me now? <laughs> no, it's uh, and it's, I think it's hard too. It's like you, you surround yourself with the right people. And then there is, there's a hole when they leave. It's the same thing. Like couple years ago we had like three big horse shows in a row so no one really left so like or even if they left from here they'd only be home for two or three days and then you were back with them and then like they're gone and you're just like oh, i really like to have most people around all day every day it's weird though because we you didn't grow up like that i didn't grow up like that 
You know what I mean? I, I, I kind of grew up. I mean, I grew up at the racetrack, right? Which meant that you went out to dinners Dinner. with clients like most nights. So you're surrounded by a lot of those guys. And then, you know, I did gymnastics. So you're on the traveling team with the same group of people. I don't know. I apparently just grew up with a lot of people. And, well, uh, I grew up with a lot of people, but I did not grow up in a campground room. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, 100% did not grow up in a campground. But it, I think, <laughs> and I think it's just, you know, you just get to be a gypsy a little bit. And then it's, it's and not. I know, it's like. And then when so you go funny. to Minnesota, you're going to be somewhat isolated. So. A little bit, yeah. Somewhat, yeah. kind of. Kind of. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy how. I don't know. I women are so interesting and I'm saying it because I'm like what in the literal F is going on with me right now. So then I saw this other thing. Somebody mentioned the M word and I'm like no, uh not, not I, I saw okay, so I saw this other thing and it was uh that someone who had been diagnosed with ADHD, it got progressively worse with every kid. And I was yeah. like, I think my I was like, I think my hormones are highly out of control at the moment because you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anymore. I'm just, I'm just a hot mess. I said something to someone earlier. And it's like, um, you know, if you, if you want to be a shining example, right, you want to be a shining star. Remember that stars are just big balls of trash that are lit on fire. So just continue to be the dumpster fire you are and shine bright like a star. <laughs> so I thought that was awesome. You know, I just, uh, but yeah, I under, it's the same thing for us. It's this lead up to Vegas, right? It's all this hurry, hurry, hurry and anticipation. And then afterwards you're like, okay, <laughs> what, what's next? What's, Even what's though ne you have a lot of other things that you need to do next, it just, I don't know. Like when I'm living in chaos, I am much more, I feel much more accomplished and yeah, I, I so I I get overstimulation works both ways for me, right? I'll be like, uh, you know, I like to be overstimulated, and then all of a sudden I snap and I'm burned out. And I was like, I just needed to be quiet for 15 minutes. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm not particularly productive when it's quiet because I think when it's quiet, I can hear my brain too much, and I uh, oh god, I, Let I don't always like what I find there. I don't like the reflection of myself. If people could hear the thoughts that actually go through my mind, they they would be probably scared for me. Ah, <laughs> oh, it is when it's quiet, like the shit that rolls through my head and the worries and probably the worries more so than anything. Like the things that I come up with to worry about, they're ridiculous. Well, and so it's like we talk about, and this is why from the outside, mental health is a tr is a tricky thing, right? So people that have anxiety tend to be paralyzed by decision, right? Like they don't want to do things because they don't want to make the wrong decision, right? So they work in order, a lot of like you see it in women and men, right? People that have high function anxiety tend to be very efficient, right? Because they don't want to fail. They want everything to happen. So on the flip side with depression, I have to continue to work because I don't know how to do anything else, right? Do the steps, do something that you know how to do, and then you won't be paralyzed by depression because you are stepping through things, right? Um, I know I have to do these things. This is my list of tasks. 
And sometimes my body feels very tired and I don't know how, like for me physically, right? I get physically really tired when depression gets bad for me and things With look small. anxiety too. Yeah. And so, and then things start to look small for me, right? And I don't know how to explain that, but like when you're looking, it's like you almost can't see correctly because it looks like everything is like been shrunk down. So how do I work through that? Well, for me, you know, you have to do these things. You know, this is where your hand goes. You know, this is where your feet goes. You know how to do this. Just keep doing. And eventually you find your way out or you don't. I, this is not mental health care for other people. It's just mental health care. For me. Have I, have, like, I have to do these steps, right? And if I keep doing these steps, I will find my way back to normal. And so from the outside, it looks like I'm pissed off and, oh, you need to change your attitude and can't you just be happy? Like, and I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to survive. And again, rationally, I know I'm surviving. I know I'm successful. I know I have support. Rationally, logically, I know those things to be true. However, depression, being an asshole, tells you those things aren't true. And so then, you know, you got guilt because you're dealing with it on both sides of your brain. You're like, hey, I know this isn't true. And depression's like, are you sure? But like, are you really sure? Like, are you for sure sure? Real sure? Because look at all the physical manifestations of you not being actually sure. So, uh, yeah, I just do a lot of things and I keep working because I don't want to hear the shit that my brain wants to tell me when I'm by myself in the dark. So, uh, saddle horses, go lope, go sort, go check cows, go do things on the computer, do a lot of things, do all the things, do all the things at once to keep all those monsters at bay until it's three o'clock in the morning. And you're like, oh, I'm a piece of shit and nobody likes me, which again, I know it's not true. Like this isn't me escape for pity. I it's know crazy. those things. It doesn't matter to not be true. Do it. I yeah. mean, I think that we all deal with something. We all deal with something in different ways. And it's crazy. And you learn to live with it. You learn to live with it. It's funny that you <laughs> say about anxiety, about not making a decision, because that is totally me. I know that I've said on here before that for the longest time, I held Brandon back because I, he would ask me for my opinion and I would come up with a million reasons why we shouldn't do whatever he was saying. And it was, if I, if he wouldn't have asked me and made the decision on his own, it would have been the much better idea. And it took a long time for me to realize that. And I was finally like, you know what? There are some things in our life that I want to know about, but you can't ask me because I feel like I'm hindering and holding you back in that. And it took us a long time to figure that out. But yeah, like for me, I tend to be black and white, right? I think everyone lives in an area of gray, but I tend to be black and white. If this is the problem, here's a solution. Do you want to go with that solution? For me, I'm like, if you give me a good solution, fucking running with it. Good, bad, or indifferent. And then if it doesn't work out, then I'll adjust. But I don't want to sit there. And again, right? Because if I sit there and think about all the eventualities, well, then you just get suffocated by them. Give me a, again, I'm a soldier. Give me a course of action. I'm going to follow it. Now, does that make me hard? Apparently it makes me hard. I don't think it makes me hard. To me, it just means that I'm confident. And the same thing, like I grew up, I had this conversation with someone the other day and they're like, you act like you know everything. And I was like, I don't feel like I know everything. And I don't feel like I project like I know everything. <laughs> next of them, huh? And I was like, but for me, like I was told lead with confidence. If you believe something and you want someone else to believe it, you better be confident. Because I've seen so many people in business and in life 
not lead with confidence. And they were 100% correct in whatever they wanted to do, right? Whatever their thought process was, whatever the action, and they aren't successful personally, professionally, emotionally, because they never committed, right? Fuck it. I'm committed. I'm in it to fucking win it. Let's go. And so the commitment and that confidence, like that's how I was told, lead with confidence. Be sure of who you are. I'm pretty sure of who I am. It's not always great. I'm not saying it's great. I'm not saying I'm perfect at all. I tell you all the time, everyone out there, how broken I am. But I'm going to lead with confidence because I don't know anything else. And the problem is when you start to doubt yourself, right, it leads to more room for self-doubt. It doesn't, more often than not, self-doubt doesn't lead you to this great revelation of what a bad bitch you are. It leads to you re-examining everything you've ever done because you didn't have the outcome. And that's that's a dangerous game to play, right? Had I done this, then maybe this would have happened. Okay, well, you could have done that and you could still be at the same spot and you wouldn't have been genuine or true to your feelings about anything. And not only would you still be in the bad situation, you'd feel really shitty about yourself. So, you know, I just, I like to leave with confidence. I like to choose a course of action. Whether or not it's correct all the time is not for me, but I can't, I'm not paralyzed by fear of failure. I just get paralyzed by my brain telling me that I'm not good at anything. I just feel like sometimes- But you know, and, and from the outside, right? From the outside, anxiety and depression look the same. Why aren't they doing something? Wow. The brain process to get there is not the same, right? Because it's not, and I, I think, you know, it's, it's not the same process. You being worried about an outcome is not the same as me being like, literally, you need to put this foot in front of that foot to keep moving forward, right? When I'm no, like, see, I like, like now, I feel like I'm just paralyzed. Like I can't even put a foot in for, front of the other because I'm just like, it's kind of like aloof, I guess, you know, it's. I just think that I do very well. I do very well under pressure, which is also why it's the 5th of April and I haven't even started my taxes yet. Um, so I do very well on, under pressure and, and I live in chaos. I like both of those things, which seems so flipping bizarre. No, and I, again, right? Like if you're always under pressure, you can't second guess, right? Because a decision needs to be made. And made immediately. You can't waffle back and forth. You have but to be committed. Now. You can like, now because there's no pressure, right? But you right can waffle now, back and I, forth when there's no pressure. And again, it's <coughs> I, I do like I I know that I have to be overstimulated to keep those monsters at bay. I'm not saying that's healthy, not at all, right? Like, but if not, like yesterday, I was so tired all day. I had no right to be tired. I went to sleep early. Like, went to sleep early because I felt tired. Woke up still tired but it's the depression and you get the same way with anxiety because Mm -hmm. anxiety and i mean your brain never stops either your brain is always telling you the things that you're not great at or you know whatever but my brain never stops and it's exhausting like with anxiety it Mm -hmm. just keeps on going and you come up with all these really weird shit that you can't even imagine that rolls through my brain on any given day or like we could be dead asleep and at two o'clock in the morning I wake up and I'll wake Brandon up and be like oh my god did you know that that horse threw a shoe when is the shoe I mean like something totally random off the wall that I'm sure that he already knew I'd probably already talked to him about it but I don't I don't it's it's weird 
and but again right. from the outside it looks it looks very similar right it looks similar same thing like um i got some super awesome cold source you can probably see on me from uh stress wind and hormones because, uh, they're horrible uh stress wind and hormones and someone's like oh you should smile and i was like i literally can't smile without my lip bleeding right now like yesterday i was trying not to, i was like laughing i was like holding my, my lip so when um so it would not crack and uh but i get it like from the outside right it's you should smile you should be happier you should do these things look at everything that you have and all those things make me very happy however again now the guilt comes in right so not only do i not feel super happy right now although logically i'm happy i love what we have my life is awesome i get to go be a baseball mom most days which makes me incredibly happy uh I get to go ride pretty ponies and I get to go see very pretty cows and I live in a, now you've seen it, a particularly gorgeous area, right? It's gorgeous where I live. It is gorgeous. I get to go ride places that are phenomenally gorgeous. Um, and I don't really have to report to a lot of people. So I live really an ideal life. My mom lived five minutes away. If I need a break for my kids, she's there. I've got friends that are fucking awesome. And, uh, but then like you don't feel great and then you're guilty because you don't feel great so you know that just doubles that just adds to yeah, you're like i should feel good because i got i've got a great you life. know and then it's like you got people telling you that you should do things and they can't understand why your brain is that way and i was like i wish i could tell you i wish and like i've not been shy about it i've tried a lot of medications and none of them worked if anything they made me feel just numb which to me is worse than anything right i'd rather feel sad or frustrated or upset and feel numb because it means you're still capable of feeling those things. So it doesn't work for everyone. I have to adjust my life in a certain way. And then when you're a mother, there's guilt on top of that. Like, how am I affecting my children with what is broken in me, right? Am I transferring the brokenness to them? How do I do that? And for me, that's also why I'm empathetic with people because most people just aren't assholes for no reason. There's a lot of stuff going on, right? So be empathetic because people, again, don't realize what can be wrong in someone's life, no matter how pretty and perfect it looks from the outside. And so, you know, I look mad. And honestly, this weekend, I was just hurt. I wasn't even mad. I couldn't, like, think fast. My back not feeling good. And My uh, allergies are running rampant. And I think it's with all of the rain and everything blooming and growing and it was bad in california we come home and it's blowing and dusty and they're still like oh my good god yeah you know and as i get older i don't fake going through it anymore and uh and maybe i should i don't know i have no answers for all of you I'm just i don't a... think you should fake <laughs> any of that i have been on medication too it was a long time ago can't remember what it was but honestly I did feel better on it but I wasn't I think it was because my hormones were so messed up after yeah. Bronson and I think I was only on it for six months and then I was able to taper off of it should I be on something now more than likely but I'm yeah. not I'm not. No, it's just, you know what I think? It, stuff works for you at different times. It works for, it's the same thing with horses, right? You'll put some horses on like Lubricin, right? And they'll look amazing. And you can put something else on your barn and there's no effect to it. It's just, 
body chemistry, brain chemistry, situational and seasonal depression. I think now that it's sunnier, I'll probably be happier, but you know, here I am just, just out here. I am trying to do a better job of taking vitamins and doing those things. Well, yeah. Remy, I got to go. My farrier's here and I need to help him. But uh, yeah. it was a fun weekend. It was and a fun weekend. I will see you. Next weekend we'll be together. And it's almost Easter. Yeah, and this weekend's Easter. Do you have plans? Uh, we are going to my dad's. Uh, I have a clinic on, or James and I have a clinic on Saturday at another arena. The boys have baseball. Then they're going to... My dad's to spend the night in a 20 person tent with all, like, we only have boys. So all boys, there's, I mean, I only have boys. My brother only has boys. My stepsister only has boys. My stepbrother only has a boy. So it's like a lot of boys and my dad and stepmom always think it's going to be a good time. Again, one of those things in theory, that sounds freaking awesome. Until you're you're in the middle. Making memories. This is going to be so good. And then reality. Can't you just smile for all the fun? Yeah, but, uh, it'll be it. And then we're going to have a barbecue on Sunday. So it'll be fun. I think it's supposed to be like 80 on Easter. Originally, it was supposed to rain. So it's supposed to be 80 it's gonna be 90 here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not ready for it to be really hot. I would like the California 72 and sunny for a while. So that's can't wait. That's where I'm at. But uh, we love you all. Um, take yeah. care of yourself. You're not a piece of shit, everyone, no matter what your brain tells you. Uh, and if you saw me lose my shit this weekend on my husband just know that that happens every once in a while and it's part of marriage and i just love him so much (laughs) i just i just love him so much uh, hey look i was i was happy to win with uh i was happy to win with my husband i was happy to win pedro i was trying to win with your husband and uh james joel and i were the first team out in the open and penned one cow so that was a (laughs) was a highlight of my week (laughs) They were, uh, they were wild. They were definitely wild. So, well, thank you guys. Happy Easter to everybody. We'll see you next week. Hopefully we'll see you in Vegas. That's right. So until next week, be bold, be brave, be humble. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.